This episode of Beer and Bullshit is brought to you by Longhorn Lager from Farmer's Creed Beer. Christ, let's do it. It's time to grab the bull by the horns. It is time to grab the bull by the horns. Uh, just say the actual time. It's 9.06 p.m. It means nothing to people listening to this. Uh, but uh, that's the time we record the show. So now you know our secrets. Bull horn grabbing time. We always start at 9.06 p.m. This is Beer and Bullshit. I am your host, Ben Johnson, Chris Peller, and my co-host. Uh, this is a podcast where we drink beer, talk bullshit, usually talk about beer. We've never talked about actual cow's poo, but eventually we will, I'm sure. Chris is pouring a beer from a safe distance in his home because, <clears throat> excuse me, right on cue, uh, everyone in my home is sick. This is a disease factory. Once again, the school season is about to start and we are ahead of the game with fevers for everyone. Woo! That's, you know, that's the dream. Get it out of your system and then hit the second week of September in full stride. That's right. Yeah. Just get an extra one in there. Uh, I'm going to drink a beer. I, I will uh, confess. I had maybe the longest streak of not drinking in my life since I turned 18 only because I've been sick and it wasn't very long. It was like five or six days, but I was like, huh, I just don't feel like having a beer, but uh, fuck that. We're back. <laughs> I was going to say it was a shockingly low amount of time, short amount of time. Cause you haven't really been sick for that long. No. I mean, when you're sick for a week and all your whole family is sick, including your young children and you're all home, uh, it feels like a long time. And when it's the long weekend and the end of summer, fuck, it really sucks. You have like a, well, maybe you don't have a pool, but I have a lovely pool. <laughs> but no, you have a pool outside and you're all sick and just looking at it and like, ah, oh, I probably shouldn't go swimming with a fever and stuff. So it's kind Is of been swimming a pain actually bad. That feels like an old wives' tale. Oh, I don't think it's bad. It just doesn't seem like something you want to go do and go in like thirty degree heat and swim in a pool when you're fighting a fever with your two year old. I don't know. We did go refreshing. In a yeah, I don't I don't know. We did it a bit. It just felt felt wrong. Yeah, I've the always approached wives, it. all the old wives of the neighborhood were judging us. <laughs> I've always approached sickness the same way that I've approached hangovers. If I don't admit that I'm sick, I won't be sick. And I have a reasonable success rate, but it's it can't be perfect. When I'm actually sick, then I actually go down hard. You also like I don't admit I'm drunk or don't admit I'm going to throw up, and I've seen that backfire spectacularly many times you haven't seen you know well you probably saw lots of the times when it didn't backfire you just they weren't quite as memorable you just got more hammered and didn't throw up <laughs> <laughs> no i took a break for like five six days like a champion of the world <laughs> i feel like it's been a, a while since we've seen each other uh you had a, your solo show it was uh you're, i'm getting some some good feedback about your first solo show not enough for you to go solo on your own never do it again i own this this is my thing but good job <laughs> seems fair i mean when you've gone solo on shows before i've gotten a lot of feedback We're like it's okay the yeah. dynamic is missed where were you uh yeah i uh yeah it was a good one i you did our first remote show and it wasn't you were worried about the audio it didn't sound that bad but i do think we need to get us some uh, remote audio equipment this is crazy that we haven't actually, it's like three years, not real three years, because we took a huge break, but like, yeah, we should probably go some places. Yeah, it was, uh, it was enjoyable to be on site. Um, 
I confess I had hoped that we would have been within reach of the bar taps, but we were not. <laughs> so oh no! One one beer and one glass of water, and uh, I regrettably missed their their sixty dollars for a case of any beer they want, any beer you want. So wait, that was like an hour. Justin didn't offer you a refill. <laughs> we were in the middle of a show, Ben. Still, he owns a brewery. No comment. He welcomed me into his For space. shame, Justin Belanger. <laughs> no, that was great for him to host. And uh, yeah, I've been trying to have him on the show for a, a minute. So uh, you got to do it. I don't know if I'm, I'm not going to take it personally, but uh, well done. Well, I don't know that many people in the beer industry. So when you gave me 30 hours notice that I was running a solo show, yep. thought, let me reach out to the one person in beer that I know. And uh, otherwise, I had to come up with a solo show, and I don't know where the hell that would have gone. Can you see this beer? This perfectly foamy beer. Um, I'm I'm drinking a, the grandpappy of of well, one of the grandpappies of West Coast IPAs, Lone Pine West Coast IPA from our friends at Sawdust City. Great beer. I uh, I dropped my kid off at camp in the Muskoka area and made my way through Gravenhurst and had to stop uh at uh lone i was gonna call it lone pine <laughs> at sada city uh probably the most dangerous uh retail space in ontario because there's so many beers and you have to have two of each and you kind of get your wallet gets just pounded and uh yep yeah, mine did and i'm enjoying it though it's a little daunting um i i used to do uh, some work up in muskoka and i would be up there every time hit sada city and then usually a red line on my way back in oh, Barry. Yeah. And if there was enough time and I felt like going the southern route, Great Lakes, Nickel Brook. And then I come back and it's like, how was work today? Like, good. I, I got 250 beers. <laughs> um, yeah, I forget which brewery I was going to hit up on the way through Barry uh, for brunch because the brunch looked great. Barnstormer? It's Barnstormer or Redline? I think Redline had the brunch. But anyway, one of them is closed inexplicably inexplicably, on Sundays. And uh, that was pretty annoying because <clears throat> my plan was to stop and have a sandwich and a beer. But uh, who closes their brewery on Sundays? God-fearing people, that's who. He's not so scary once you get to know him. Okay, I didn't know you had gotten that close with the... Oh, yeah, me and the big man upstairs. <laughs> this is a religious show now. Uh, uh, beer and angel shit. That's the closest I have to uh, any uh, personal beer related news is that what nine days ago I drove through and picked up a bunch of beer at uh, Soda City. The other thing I do have, excuse me, I've got a keg of um, uh, Greenfield IPA. Greenwood, Jesus, my brain is uh, sick. I've got the fever brain. No, Greenwood IPA from uh, Leftfield Brewery, uh, about to be tapped in my garage. My man Barry came through London, and I bought a keg from Leftfield. I hadn't, I haven't had any of their stuff on tap yet, but I'm going to close out my backyard season with a 6.3% IPA on tap, which could be a mistake, but I'm excited. That's the right type of mistake. Yeah, it's good. And I still have steam whistle on tap. I have two tabs now, so I have a palate cleansing Czech Pilsner, and I've got a, a nice IPA. So it could be a, it could be a deadly September. I like that you continue to treat steam whistle as like a, a lime sherbet to clear your palate between courses. It doesn't even count. You have two of those grilling dinner. You're just, just killing time. Okay, now I'm ready for a beer. 
Yeah. Yeah. Have a couple of beers, warm up for a cocktail. Um, what's been going on with you? I mean, we won't get into back to school because, I mean, probably uh, half of our people uh, are parents and don't want to hear about it. And the other half are like, I don't have kids. I don't want to hear about back to school shenanigans. Plus, we got it out of the way before we started recording. <laughs> the hot teachers are not hot, but like good or bad teachers. The sexiest teachers of Old North. No, God, I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> sexiest from a teaching standpoint. Yeah, that's what I meant. But no, we really were talking about that. <laughs> this is who what our, we were talking about. Who our kids want to get, who they don't want to get. We won't bore you with any of that uh, local gossip. Uh, what else is going on? You drinking any good beers lately? We won't bore people with that until a little later in the show. <laughs> sure. Stay tuned for the juicy, <laughs> sexy teacher corner. Um. So uh, what I've been up to while you were on your hiatus from drinking was doing a lot of drinking. Good for you. I'm proud of you. I had the, the doubleheader on slow pitch that you missed last Wednesday. Yeah. Fantasy football draft. Family in from out of town. Then up at the cottage going hard for a couple of days. And wow. just. And then I worked uh, till, till you look midnight. a little puffy. You look a little bit like you've been through the ringer. I mean, I, I, I take some offense to that. But, <laughs> you look yeah. like a 42 year old man has been pounding beer. For the last week. Uh, I mean, I t- tried to be somewhat reasonable by taking offsetting narcotics. Did you mix in a steam whistle now and again, just to freshen up? I didn't, but my right now I'm drinking a, a great lake sunny side, hmm. but practically I, health. Health food, <laughs> but I did get some of those the uh, Peroni little, uh, for lack of a better way to describe them, silver bullet cans. Oh yeah, uh, I picked up Peroni recently, thinking like, oh, this will be like a nice, like inoffensive, like Coors Light kind of take on Italian Pilsner. It's not very good at all. Peroni is not good. I don't think it's bad in certain situations, like when I'm when I was at the beach. And this is like, to avoid like a hot IPAs. day. That's what everyone says to describe a beer that has nothing going for it. No, if it's like cold on a hot day, yeah, if fucking hose water tastes good on a hot, cold on a hot day, that's not a defense of a beer. Well, I mean, that's kind of the way that I feel about a lot of craft lagers. I mean, some of them are fantastic, other ones don't have major profiles of flavor, they're just refreshing, right? That you can. Yeah, that, that you could say that makes them not very good. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of like light beer that's just like, what's the point of it? I don't know. If it, I if drank a bush. Beer, yeah, you may as well drink a bush. <laughs> I drank one on the weekend and it was pretty good. It was super refreshing. Well, is it like cold and you're on the beach? No, this was later in the evening. I was playing shuffleboard and uh-huh. I didn't want to go back to my to my place to get some craft beer. So I'm like, what's well, in the fridge? Like bush or bush is the best choice uh and it was pretty good because i was drinking like a lot of kind of heavier craft beer just had some red wine with dinner it was a nice it was a nice palate cleanser if you will it's a popular beer with real classy folks like you and that guy outside the beer store can i get two liters of pot oh i got that sound dialed up um i've been doing yeah i've been watching a lot of blue jays we do a little sports corner on this one. Have you been watching the Jays at all? Uh, I have seen a little bit. My uh, my cousin Ben is is deeply invested. He's like, yeah. Jays game on right now. I'm like, I'm just kind of hanging out with my kids. I'm not as interested in the Jays. And we were watching the one game that was close down the stretch. And I'm just chatting with my uncle and dad, brother. And Ben's there. You'll have to be. Can you guys specific. just shut the fuck up? I'm trying to watch really? the game. 
everyone shut up. I'm like, do you kind of hear the, the commentary that much? He's like, I guess I do. Everyone shut the fuck up. I'm like, okay, Jesus. <laughs> Just go to your own cottage and watch Pretty it. Pretty intense, pal. <laughs> we can still see the game. It's on the big screen, six feet from you. Yeah. Now it's good background. I mean, you don't need it. I have I always have the game on, but I'm also engaging my children and not <laughs> yelling at people. But the Jays feel like uh they're like a deadbeat dad right now. They're like they'll give you like just enough to like make you think they're gonna be there for you. Like you can count on them, like, oh, there's like a couple of bright spots. Like this could work. We're, things are happening, yeah. Like uh, you know, he took, he took you to soccer. He's like, We're gonna do this every week, champ. Give you just enough hope and then uh and then they they don't show up, and you're sitting on the sitting on the porch with your cleats, waiting to go to soccer, and they're off losing to the Colorado fucking Rockies for some reason. Going ten innings with the Oakland A's. I mean, what the hell not. was that game last night? Anyway, I love. I mean, like you're like, well, they they all they're all dialed in, yeah, but they never are. They never are. It's like just enough to be like, all the pieces are there. Anyway, this is not a sports podcast. Uh, there's much better ones. Probably Speaking much worse of, ones. I bet this is in the top 300 of Ontario sports podcasts just because we mention it. You, you think that's was a good, a good sports match the other day? Sports match? Let's talk about sports matches. <laughs> uh, but in seriousness, it was Canada knocking off the number one ranked basketball team in the world in Spain, defending in world FIBA? champ in FIBA World Cup. I Are they trying to make game. FIBA a thing? I don't remember us ever calling it FIBA before. It's only been an organization since 1957. Oh, so it's pretty new. Yeah. I mean, much newer than FIFA. But FIBA? Like, I remember, I've, I've known about international basketball tournaments before, but I've never heard, like, anyway, FIBA. The World Cup only got started maybe 20 years ago, and it's every four years. But a lot of the teams are just are not sending their best and their brightest. That's still the Olympics that, that right. uh, collects those players. But you're enjoying the FIBA? Uh, I am. I'm already planning to not go to work tomorrow morning for the first two and a half hours so I can watch the quarterfinal. I think you have coworkers that listen to this show, but I guess they will have known. It'll be two days. By the, oh, that's why Chris wasn't here yesterday. Uh, debatable whether there's any coworkers. I, I send one. it to your boss. I send every episode directly to your boss. Okay. I wonder if he hasn't said anything yet. He'd enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. So we get to, we want to get to some beer news. I, I there's not a lot of uh, unless I'm which is highly possible unless I'm completely out of the uh, Ontario beer news loop. Nothing, nothing blew me away this week. Unless you know something I don't. Uh, not about beer news. But the other thing, oh, I see what you're trying to do there. You piece of shit. Um, I did see that the uh, the recommendation that we drink only two beers. We being humans. Only drink two beers a week has been uh, has been floated in the United States with hilarious res- and predictable results. Um, I think I, I sent it to you maybe too early before, too close to the beginning of the show for you to watch it. But Ted Cruz, everyone's favorite American politician, was raging on uh, Newsmax or one of those crazy, you know, right wing news shows about uh, basically trying to pin it on the liberals for saying we can only drink two beers now they're coming for your beer he said liberals want to control every damn aspect of your life he said if you want to come if you think i'm going to drink two beers a week you can kiss my ass and then he chugged a beer and it's like everyone's like dude the liberals don't have anything to do with this it's just the recommendation like it wasn't canada uh are you kidding it's clearly the science toting liberals they're always like (laughs) trust the research you know 
<laughs> I do think I the liberals his... start way off on this, though. I mean, you can have more than two beers a week. I don't <laughs> care liberals. if you're liberal or not. I love to have a, like science has become a liberal agenda. Like, and, and it's also like no one's it's not a rule. No one's saying they're going to enforce it. It's just a recommendation by a like a medical body. Anyway, I thought well, it was I remember funny. when it came out in Canada at first, I was nervous that they were going to make it a mandate. No, you weren't. No, I was not. <laughs> this guy was, though. Uh, six Bush Light, six Bud Light, and I love them, tall boys. <laughs> I love that Ted Cruz is basically the same as that guy. Can I have two liters of pop? <laughs> I love that guy. I would vote for that guy for public office just because it would be great. Maybe like a mayor. Nothing too serious. Mm. Like a, That guy could be the mayor of Barry. I would be fine with that. It wouldn't affect me or Barry too much, I don't think. Two cases a day for me and everybody else. Who is the mayor of Barry? Uh, Barry Cuomo. Alex Nuttall. You know what? Sorry, Alex. You're out. And the two liters of pop guy is in. Can I have two liters of pop? Um, the other news thing I thought was funny, and there's probably one of these every week, and it's pr- usually the same people that are blaming the liberals for controlling every damn aspect of your life. But a new study uh, from a university in China found that beer could actually be beneficial to your gut health. And surprisingly, it might be even better than probiotics. I just love these stories because there's always... I would say you could probably find one almost every day of the week that's trying to tout the health benefits of beer. And the headline is always, you know, it's good for your heart. It's good for your colon. It's good for your whatever. And like no one ever reads the actual thing. It's like five paragraphs down where it always, always says moderation is key. <laughs> like it's like two beers a week is okay for you. Pour your beer into the same size container as a yogurt and it will contribute the same amount of probiotics. Exactly. It's probably like like if you drank a thimble of beer a week, it would be good for you. But that's like, it's better than probiotics. And people are like, yeah, beer's a health food. And they're just pouring it down their face like Steve Austin. Yeah, I remember when uh, the red wine antioxidant uh, news was all of the rage. And just watching guys have like six, seven glasses of red wine. Antioxidants. I'm like, I, just, <laughs> right. I don't think that they're offsetting what you're doing to your body right now. It's so dumb. It's like... uh Anytime people try to position beer as a recovery drink, I get that people like running and they like beer and it's nice to have a beer after you go for a run. But I say leave it at that. Anyone who's trying to be like, it's a great recovery beverage. Like, what does that even mean? It's not a it's alcohol. It's not good for you. The the liberals have told us for years. <laughs> I mean, the, do you remember the liberal liberals back in the Middle Ages convincing you to have the hair of the dog? Well, that was you. You were convincing me that. It's squirrelies or something in Guelph. Do you know where the origins of that expression? Hair of the dog? Yeah. No. I guess it was the Libcocks. <laughs> it does date back to the Middle Ages in Europe. And if a dog bit you, you would track that dog down, cut some hair off of it, and mm. sew the hair over the wound, and then typically die within two days of a gross infection. Because why would you rub a dirty dog's hair into your wound? It was not a very effective treatment. I have found hair of the dog. Basically homeopathy. <laughs> so bad. I'm like, oh, hair of the dog. I wonder what that expression is for. Well, I have a beer while I'm hungover. I'm like, this isn't a good expression. It's like the opposite of it. It's making it worse. You'll be dead in two days. I've definitely had like 
where you try to get back on the horse hung over and you have a drink and it feels like I have sewn the hair of a dead dog over a festering wound. It does not work. And it's like, oh, this is going terribly. It definitely does work if you have enough drinks. Sure. <laughs> you, if you you're... get drunk again, you're not sober. That's basically <laughs> you're twice said. as bad the next day. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's just delaying the inevitable. It's never pleasant, though. And you really got to commit. Like, if you're drinking hair, if you're going hair of the dog, like, unless you have, like, a, a good window to shut it down at, like, noon or 2 o'clock to sleep, you're committed to being drunk for the whole day. Yeah, well, I mean, the hair of the dog doesn't have to be in the morning. You know, you could you could start True. drinking at 4 or 5, let's say, and then have that recovery set in. If you're still hungover at 4 or 5, you've got a problem. No, it's not a hangover. Oh. You're just tired because you stayed up too late. Oh, then you don't need hair of the dog. You need sleep <laughs> of the dog. Something like that. <laughs> uh, this isn't really... Well, it's kind of beer news. I just thought it was funny. Um, do you know the about Beer Girl at the U.S. Open? Of course. Who doesn't? Do you really know? Uh, I'd heard a little bit about it before you had, you had sent that, uh, that story over. Her name is Megan Lucky, and she got famous because she... Well... She's famous because she's an attractive young blonde, but the camera caught her uh, during a tennis game with a full pint three years ago. And so she did what everyone wanted her to do and slammed the whole pint on camera on the Jumbotron at a tennis game. Very American. And everyone cheered and it was amazing. And then what do you know? The next year she came back wearing, I would say, a slightly tighter outfit. Camera caught her again with a full pint of beer. And guess what she did? She stood up and chugged it. And so she has since become a an online phenomenon. Uh, she has <laughs> social media following. She's now known as Beer Girl. And she has a podcast. <laughs> and the news is that she was she has decided to attend the U.S. Open again. It's like, well, no shit. I'm going to do the one thing I'm known for that's based my entire personality and fame on. She's like, I'm not sure if I'm going to go this year. No, I'm going to go. I think you're being incredibly reductive of Miss Lucky. What are your favorite things about her? I think she's a role model. Uh, <laughs> you know what? She's a college graduate. Um, she knows how to leverage a viral moment into 112,000 Instagram followers. Have you done that, Ben? Uh, not even close. I've never had. I've had a viral moment, but I haven't seen it translate to followers. She have one hundred and twelve thousand followers. Did you actually look into this? Well, I watched her video, and uh, and that's what the the article that you sent over. She's oh, global. Right. That was yeah. clearly a British article. And yep. look at that. She off that pint with what the... is that. Don't do that anymore. What is that accent? That's a Wimbledon commentator. She offed it with ease. Oh my god, it's horrendous. It's not good. I've done much better British accents before. I like the British accent of like the thug guys from like a uh, a Guy Ritchie movie, like you know the big guys. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I wish that's what the announcers in Wimbledon should sound like. You're just doing Vinnie Jones. No, I was doing that other guy's like, you get those two fucking pistols right now. Anyway. Oh, yeah, I know the guy you're talking about. It's the uh, most fun accent to do. It is pretty fun. Um, you, oh, I just thought it was amusing that she was ever like debating that she was going to go. Like, of course you're going to go. Like, what would you not go? I think it would be hilarious is if when the camera inevitably cuts to her with a full pint of beer, do something else. 
Like it's so expected now. Just fucking vomit every like puke on the guy next to you. Mix it up. You know what I mean? We've seen you chug a beer. What else can you do? Just go to drink it and then say no, 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 and hold up a sign that says "Go Fund Me Maui." You know what? Use your use your power and presence on the internet for good. <laughs> I bet she will. You know what? I bet she will have a social message on her T-shirt or something now. That you're totally right about that. She's gonna go woke, bro, and ruin it. Something so simple and pure as a blonde American girl chugging a beer. The liberals are going to try to take that into some sort of self-serving message now. It is wild how many how many young women go viral for being at sports events and being good looking and getting caught on camera doing nothing even. Just standing there. Is it really amazing? I mean, we're men are pretty simple. We're watching sports and they cut to a babe in the stands. Yo, who is that? Let's hit the, the internet. F- Do you see that chick? If she was in a show about lifeguards, I would watch it. Ding, ding, ding. You're famous. <laughs> Rewind it. Did you see that chick? She totally chugged that fucking beer, bro. I hope she comes back next year. Uh, good for her. Beer girl, don't drink the beer. Even if she drinks something other than a beer, mix it up. Maybe she's got a little bit of a, a Pim's cup. Give a little nod to the Brits. I think there's a lot of Brits in the U.S. Open this year. You know what? The the crowd there is getting uh, you know is getting maligned for their boisterous attitude, and for one guy singing the Nazi, the Nazi song to the German guy. Did you hear about that? No. The one German player was playing. He's like that guy over there. Can you remove him? That's his like. It's like Hitler's most famous phrase, and then he started singing the anthem from Nazi Germany. He's like, oh I'm not. God. I'm not really proud of the history, so I just thought if I don't do anything, it looks bad. And then I, you know, so I just said, get him out of here. Wow, too soon. It's too. It's soon a bit aggressive. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, beer girl, good this for did, her. This did turn into sports and bullshit. Yeah, we're simple. We're simple guys. Um, I don't have any more beer news. That was, I mean, the borderline wasn't beer news. Uh, well, hopefully not this year. Maybe it's something a little classier, as you mentioned. She, you're right. She has not confirmed that she's. Look, she's not confirmed that she's going to drink beer. I've decided that I can be a beer girl, and all of those things because beer girl is part of me. I like to go to sporting events and make people smile, and there's nothing wrong with that. Amen, sister. And the rocket's red glare. <laughs> Placing a pink U.S. Open cap on her head, she concluded, without further ado, I will see you guys on Friday. If there was like a firework emoji. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, we got some listener mail. Hey-o. Hey-o. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is the time to plug our new sponsors. If you're looking for a smooth, lightly filtered lager with a balanced taste and a crisp finish, you should grab the bull by the horns. Longhorn Lager from Farmer's Creed Beer is available at select beer and LCBO stores. Details at Farmer's Beer. Nope. Fucked it up. Farmer'sCreedBeer.com. Farmer'sCreedBeer.com. I don't know if my LCBO has been selected. I've never seen it there, but I will look for the Longhorn. Look look for the Longhorn. I'm handing them taglines now. Look for the Longhorn. Feeling thirsty. I do like the ad. Have you heard, have you listened to the end of our show when I play their ad? I have. I enjoyed it. It's really good. I look like a sarsaparilla man. <laughs> it's pretty good. I was looking for it this weekend. I was in two different LCBOs looking for it. I couldn't find it. You know what? They only sponsor our show. Why would we try their beer or have ever had it in front of us? I, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I was trying to find it to try it, yo. Farmer, <laughs> Farmer's Creed. Hook us up. We're shilling for you. 
uh we got some listener mail and then uh uh let's do a pell's corner if you've got one but uh here's a, here's an important question from our friend barry barry who's now been in my garage our friend barry pletch um he asks is your slow pitch team going to make the playoffs we got away from sports for about 10 seconds you know, by way of design and the two sweetest words in the English language, default, of course, will be there. All of the teams make the playoffs. Woo! So, yeah, we are playoff contenders, 100%. Now, that said, Short we version. we won both games of a doubleheader last week and are on the first. That's never happened. And we mm-hmm. are on the first three-game win streak in the history of the long balls. A storied, no, an unstoried franchise going back almost 100 years. Three straight wins, two on the same night. Uh, fantastic. Uh, but to answer your question, yes, Barry, we are a playoff bound team. Uh, Barry, I will give him a shout out. I don't know if I did this on the last show, uh, but Barry left my home here in London and proceeded to Slow Pitch City in Dorchester. Uh, because Barry has been making his way through the back catalog of this show and. Uh, Maybe two years ago, I issued a reward to any craft beer rep who could crack the Molson and Labatt's stranglehold at Slow Pitch City in Dorchester. And Barry did go. Uh, he was there just before our doubleheader or, or our game that night. I forget what night he was here. And he left some samples behind. So the folks at Slow Pitch City have now tried Left Field Brewery beer. Unless they're fucking idiots, they're going to buy that beer and we're going to have it next year. <laughs> but i tried i (laughs) they don't listen um i don't even think they have the internet up there in dorchester yet just kidding Uh, (laughs) nobody from dorchester listens to this show but no the first two years we played every time we went for a game every week i would ask if they had any local craft beer like obviously knowing the answer and doing it every week and they were like, no, we have an agreement with Molson and Labatt's. I'm like, you have an agreement? And first of all, with two competing breweries, so what kind of a- agreement is that? But it is, uh, you know, it's exactly what you'd expect from a, a big old place of slow pitch. And uh, there is something called MVP, uh, which is contract brewed somewhere. I want to say Tilsonburg. I don't know why I would say that, but it's not good at all. I'm sorry if that's your beer. I hope it's not a Farmer's Creed beer, <laughs> but uh, no, uh, there's something called MVP that one guy on our team drinks because it's like 25 cents cheaper and it's shit. And then it's basically Coors Light, Miller Light, the usual lineup of Bud and whatever. So this is your sponsor copy for, for macro breweries or what? Get what your you ice cold Miller High Life, the champagne of beers. No, I don't want. I want. I want these people to see the value in supporting local breweries. I mean, I think our whole team would prefer to drink, and that's just one team of how many that we we would all drink a local craft beer over the shit that's there now. That's nine dollars for a fucking can of Budweiser. If you're listening, you have any influence over Slow Pitch City, or you are a rep, go there. See if you can beat Barry. Uh, I issue a challenge. I don't know what should the reward be. I'll give you a. I'll give you a hundred dollars cash. <laughs> they can be guest manager of the long balls for a game. You can come. Yeah, you can come out and play for our team, and I'll give you a hundred dollars cash if you can be the first beer to crack the stranglehold that they have over Slow Pitch City. Well, see, they they are a good local company out there. I'm just wondering, are there any craft beers breweries in Dorchester? I don't know. Think that um, there is. 
What do you mean they're a good local company? Like anything that's small, what are you defining? Uh, They hold all sorts of community events there, such as Stag and Doe's, Slow Pitch National Championships. That's not local, but whatever. Yeah, but then if you see all the Bud Light signage everywhere, you know that a rep just comes in and throws around a bunch of money, and they're like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. They're like... that's they, how are that like, works. they are like a local bars everywhere across this great land. Of course. But we wore we wore down the local bars. Most bars have something good and local. We got TC Brewing Company in on Dorchester Road in Dorchester, Ontario. I don't know TC Brewing Company, but help us. You're our only hope. Taking care of bruisedness. That's their tagline. Yeah. How did you know that? That's crazy. I just have a knack for these kind of things. Taking care of bruisedness. TC Brewing Company might be a coffee shop. <laughs> anyway, uh, so Barry, to answer your question, yeah, we're going to win the whole thing. Um, we have another question. What upcoming beer festival would you like to attend? Chris, I'm going to kick this to you first. Well, only because it's fresh in my mind from last week's pod, but Justin mentioned a hypothetical IPA fest uh, oh. at Storm State. They've done a couple of lager fests. They have not. They did a stout fest and a sour fest. Yeah. No IPA fest yet. And when they do that one, hopefully it's time when I'm around, and I would certainly be interested in attending that. I think that might have been the when you turn the mics off because I don't recall Justin talking about an IPA fest on the on the recording of the podcast. I confess that we chatted for another forty minutes after we stopped recording, and yeah, that's now you do the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it was really good. He said like at least five times that we should have talked about this on the show. I'm like, it was kind of like an open forum, man. Like, uh, you just brought this up out of nowhere. I would have happily supported you taking it in a different direction than you know, then some questions that I had. He's like, you, you didn't know. specifically ask me about this thing, so I didn't bring it up. One of them was uh, about it being hard to do business as a brewery. I'm like, you know, you know we've covered that category. We've covered <laughs> that topic many times. We don't need to talk about, you know, how expensive it is and who's going to go under. We're good. Um, I, w- I am mad. I mentioned this on the last show, but I'm mad that I missed uh, Logger Than Life. I was unable to attend. That's happened twice now, and I haven't been able to go. I'm not a... I'm not a huge uh, uh, beer fest person. I think that's not news. If you listen to the show, I don't like to line up and I don't like small beers. And that's usually the vibe at most festivals. Uh, I'm going to give a shout out to the head for the Hills beer festival. If only because uh, the founder, Doug Lounsbury has been a, uh, a frequent uh, fan of my writing and the show. And he's been vocal about it. I- I've never been to head for the Hills craft beverage festival. But it is in ten days, so uh, head for head for the hills. <laughs> Give them a shout out. Why not? Aren't you playing in that uh, craft beer slow pitch tournament? Well, we do have another question from the Southern Ontario Beer Boys who are running that tournament, and the question is, why does London hate baseball? <laughs> because as soon as I saw this thing was coming up again, I had the idea to arrange a London baseball team. I was hoping we could get a team of all London breweries and beer folks. And uh, head down to the uh, to this baseball tournament and kick some butt. And uh, there's not a lot of interest. <laughs> London beer people uh, don't have the time for that or aren't interested in baseball. So my ambitious plan to put, you know, 
12 to 16 people on a bus and go down as a baseball team hasn't worked out. So apologies to the Southern, Southern Ontario beer boys. Uh, we don't hate baseball in London. We're, uh, I would say a pretty baseball centric team. We are home to the uh, oldest baseball stadium in its original location in the world. Thank you very much. Uh, but Chris, I'm, I'm hoping you and I can still hit that tournament up and maybe join your brother's team. Cause apparently he goes to that thing. When, when is that? I think I'm not available. That's why I didn't get, I didn't get involved with the, uh, Let's check it out. I believe it is the 29th of September. Well, maybe I can play in that. You know, I'm always down for baseball. I'm from London. Well, that's what we do here. Or- Have you, did, were you, were you, was that on the pod with, when Justin was talking about Music City, London being called Music City? No, that's more Have, of the good stuff you didn't record. Have you ever heard of London being called the Music City? Nope. I've heard a few nicknames like Tornado Alley. We've got we've got a handful. <laughs> the Forest City is the obvious one, but right. I'm like Music City. I've never heard of that. And he was mentioning somebody who was absolutely incensed. And he seemed to, you know, fairly upset by it as well. Like, There's not even any venues here. You know, you should be able to go to see music every night if, if you're gonna call yourself Music City. I'm like, oh, I mean, I'm not sure it's being that well promoted. No. I mean, we used to be pretty good. We used to have uh, the embassy and we used to have call the office and uh, we, we've got i mean we still got i think there's decent stuff happens at the aeolian hall and the london music hall and then there's like random like not german canadian but like random clubs like that that have pretty awesome music but oh, rum runners has really good tunes but yeah music city is a bit of a stretch for london yeah agreed uh the fourth annual brewers ball is going down on Saturday, September 30th. Um, I'm not sure if people can just show up. I think you need to be part of a team. So anyway, I don't know. Check out SO underscore beer boys on Instagram. We're going to try to make it down. And uh, if there's an open to the public thing, you all should too, because it seems pretty cool. We got a uh, uh, delicious lunch, a beer at Collective Arts Beer Garden, water, pretty sweet and more and it's in support of the mcmaster children's hospital so chris water. and i are going to try to you yeah, sound like water. one of those liberals i don't tell you how much water you're supposed to drink like a liberal would um did we answer the question of what upcoming beer festival would you like to attend here's another little secret i've never attended that steam whistle one that's like the one everyone goes to but it's been going on for years and they tried to shut it down and there was such a public outcry they brought it back but i've never been to that there's a winter one and a summer one one time I went to this one called Oktoberfest. I don't know if you ever heard of that one. Yeah, but it was awful. <laughs> I think we've been over that. No, sorry. I went there twice. Then. Excuse me. <laughs> we are punching the balls. Almost had two lifelong friends fighting. It was a great time. Um, okay, moving on. Viewer mail. This is not a question, but a tip. Did you see this? No, Based... I just like, I always love when you call it viewer mail. Did I say viewer? Oh, yes, man. you say it every time we have to do a mailbag. <laughs> <laughs> Every time without fail and listener mail. This is a tip because I think this is based on our, our, our BFF quiz we did where you said you drink coffee with an ice cube. Uh, a listener, not a viewer has said, if you take your leftover coffee and make ice cubes for it, it won't dilute the coffee. You drop a cube of frozen coffee in your coffee. So there you go. We share a little bit of uh coffee tips and cooking. Uh, how 
It's a good tip. I just trailed off. I just trailed off there. Yeah. <laughs> but what I would say is when I have those ice cubes in, I'm loading the shit out of it with espresso already. So mm. I don't even care if it gets diluted. That's still a strong coffee. So like, do you need any room in the top for milk? I'm like, hell no. Put mm-hmm. some ice cubes in. I got a delicate mouth. So there's no room at all, and yet you find room for ice? No, no. I leave room for I said, ice. I said, just ice, just some ice. I see. Cool. This is a cool part of the show. I like a lot. Uh, <laughs> you you read it, man. Nobody told you you had to read that hot tip. There's one more question, uh, and I don't know who they're asking. Maybe me. But what non-alcoholic beers should Chris give his son? Because you were talking about giving Jake uh, non-alcoholic beer. I think you were talking about giving Jake actual beer. No, we when we had on uh, our friend from Harmon Brewing there, Jacob tried the hazy IPA. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, I said he really liked it, and I actually went downstairs after that pod. I felt bad because he didn't like it, and it was, the sip that I saw him take was the only one. But huh. uh, I tried so to lied. offer. You lied to a guest of this show, you piece of shit. Now, to be fair, in the moment, you'll never work in this town again. In the moment, you human garbage. Be a drunk fuck. Drunk fuck. In the moment, I'm I assumed. I'm eight years old, but I'll beat your ass. I assumed that my son was funneling going. all of them downstairs. I didn't but know. He wasn't. No. You shook him awake and said, "Did you like it? Did you like it? I just lied." So, what would be your recommendation for a non-alcoholic beer as a gateway beer drug? I don't drink non-alcoholic beer, but oh, so cool. No, I'm not trying to be cool. I don't, I like, anyway, if I'm drinking something that's non-alcoholic, I like hop water. Uh, shout out to hop water companies. Like I've seen you, you're sponsoring influencers and shit now. Hook me up. I'll drink hop water all day. I love that shit. Uh, but no I would rather girl. Be... Yeah. That <laughs> was something like beer girl. I think her name is beer. No, anyway, there is a, there is a, like, I don't want to be like negative towards beer girls on Instagram, but the hop water people are, sponsoring beer girls and i'm like can i get some of the hot water action anywho uh when i'm drinking non-alcoholic water's fine with me carbonated water i crush montelliers uh when i'm drinking beer i like you know beer that has alcohol in it but all that said from all the feedback i've seen the bellwoods non-alcoholic beers seem to be really really good and taste as close to the real deal as possible slash are delicious on their own account Harmon's. You and I had Harmons. It tastes tastes like beer. If you're looking for non-alcoholic beer that tastes like beer, Harmons fits the bill. I mean, but jelly like, cake not... to me would just strike me as like a delicious juice, right? Like, uh, but to my mind, it's like why not just drink juice? I like Bellwoods, but like, how much is a non-alcoholic jelly king versus like, I can fucking chug Tropicana for like two ninety nine? I don't not know anymore. You can't no, no? at the grocery prices. Fucking liberals again! They're <laughs> all over us. Yeah. I would recommend, I'm going to go with the throwback classic, O'Doul's. That should be the one. I don't think I've ever had an O'Doul's. Still available in grocery stores around the world. Like, I, I've never, before it became a thing this year, I don't think I've ever had a non-alcoholic beer this year. But, like, in this this recent fad of, like, craft brewers, I've never tried it. It's in the grocery stores. I've never bothered. Like, why would why would I? 
I mean, I drank a micro IPA at the beach on the weekend. I was 2.9%. That's as low as I'm prepared to it go. It sounds like at the beach, people just hand you things and you drink it. You don't know what it is. It's an O'Doul's. It's a bush. It's cold. You don't care. You're on the beach. Your shirt's off. You're having fun. Drink it. It's cold. I Pretty accurate? None of those things at the beach except for the micro IPA I just mentioned. What's a micro IPA? I mean, it sounds like somebody's just making up a very low alcohol <laughs> name for something. I think technic- the technical definition would be under 3%. So that's when session... There's no technical definition for micro IP. No, no. What's the definition for micro penis? Is it just really, really small? Or does it have down, to be like sub half down, there No, <laughs> no, I'm a session penis. <laughs> I'm an imperial penis. <laughs> highly sessionable. I, <laughs> I think most people would prefer a sessionable penis to an imperial penis, frankly. You can't have too many imperial penises. Triple, a quadruple IPA. <laughs> you don't want a quad. <laughs> don't even go there. Uh, anyway, anyway, that, that answers that question. <laughs> the lighthearted question about what non-alcoholic beer to give your son. We made it about thick cocks <laughs> and micro penises. Ben, we don't discriminate <laughs> on this show. Can we pivot now to Pell's Corner? I think we can. Just a reminder, I am a man and I am 40. Uh, where is it? Pell's Corner. Do you have a new, you got that new, um, you got the new intro music you've been working on? It's it's uh, just getting mastered, probably okay. another week or six. Send that to me as an MP3, if you can. I'll see what I can do. MP3. It's supposed to be alphabetical. You think you'd be under Pell's Corner. There it is. Here we go. <laughs> I feel like I could freestyle to that. It would That's sound. A, it's a sick beat. It would sound like NBA Jam. Like it would be that same style of sick, sick hip hop. Um. So Pell's Corner this week, we're uh, in honor of back to school week. Mm. I was hoping that we could share some fun back to school stories. They could be alcohol, alcohol related or not. They could be as early as you know kindergarten or as late as university and uh i will cede the floor to you for an opening back to school story okay Uh, being put on the spot uh there's one very memorable back to school story with you that i feel like got told five times at your wedding maybe it's too obvious to hear but we as the uh senior did you just freeze up no you're still there uh, I recall as the seniors in high school, maybe we were only in grade 12. It was grade 12. I think I know where you're going with this. Was it because we were on students council or why were we asked? Why are we in charge of anything? Uh, students council, I'm sure. But we were chaperoning the grade nine orientation dance, which historically took place on the ramp at South Secondary School. You're frozen again. I can't tell if I've lost I'm not. You. I'm just listening okay. to you. Your face. You're like a statue. Anyway, a memorable back to school for those grade nines, if only because we, uh, as the seniors helping uh, usher them into their high school experience, uh, took it upon ourselves to get absolutely shit-faced before we chaperone this dance. Uh, most of us made it to the dance to chaperone, uh, but our good friend Chris didn't make it past the what we used to call the old folks home, because that's what it was, an old folks home, where we would go and drink and uh, do other things before a school dance. And I recall 
uh, all of us on top of the ramp being very responsible, watching over our grade nine flock, wondering where you were. And we all looked out and saw you crossing the football field uh, with your pants somehow down around your ankles, but also still soaked in piss, walking like a... Uh, allegedly. <laughs> no, there's too many people that saw it for it to be alleged. I uh, mean, it's allegedly pa- urine. It could have been... Could your have pants been, soaked in piss. I don't know where you thought you were going, but you were making your way across the field. There's a lot more that happened that night that we don't need to get into, but that if you're asking for a back-to-school memory, that's a fond one for me. I Summer stepped of- in a mud puddle. Uh-huh. And splashed right on your penis, and it was pee-pee only, and then your pants fell down. <laughs> uh, I'll do another drinking one. This was in first-year university. Uh where I'd gone, I got a little down to school a little bit late. I know, shocking that I'd be a few minutes huh. late, but Weird. it seemed like everybody already knew each other and partnered up. And my first, my first day at university was was very sad for me because I had no one to talk to and I was painfully shy, you know. And then second day, we decided to go drinking. You were painfully shy. Occasionally in my life, I have been painfully shy, but I know it's hard to believe. That this well put together gentleman could have been shy at one point. Yeah, well put together. I don't think I said that, but okay, go ahead. Yeah, you, you, I could tell. Wait, are this you well oiled machine? Are you frozen? <laughs> um, so we, uh, we go out to a bar and our, uh, our, our residence was called Prairie. And, uh, one of the guys I just met said, Shout out to Prairie. <laughs> Shout out to Dougie and Chuck. Sorry. And uh, he said, "Oh, we're we're Prairie. Let's let's order a round of Prairie fires for everyone." I'm like, "Sure, sounds like a great idea." And I never had a Prairie fire before, which is tequila with Tabasco in it, and uh, no limes or anything like that. And um, shoot it at a bar I'd never been to before, and then immediately have to throw up. But there's nowhere to throw up. And sounds like a perfect introduction to your style. The old Chris. <laughs> would have thrown up right on the spot but that was more when i was drunk not that not from a tasting so i just right. i threw that tobacco and tequila into my mouth and i swallowed it right back down and nobody knew uh, that's a great story i'm glad you prompted that i i, I that <laughs> I reminds... was gonna tell the story you just told asshole uh, that makes sense uh i remember coming to visit you like pretty short into your early stinted guelph and you you know, as we did, we drank a lot and you got very drunk and belligerent and uh, uh, maybe thrown out of a, the very same bar you mentioned. And we got you back to your residence and you were just non-cooperative and very drunk. And I remember the girls in the residence were like very concerned with you. And I was just like punching you in the abdomen, like, go to bed, fucker. Like, just and, and everyone's like, what are you doing? Hey, I'm like, no, 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 no. This is. He's just, you just got to get him into bed. This is fine. And everyone was like, but he's so sick. He's and I'm like, oh my gosh, you got You're going to get to know Chris real quick. He's fine. You were fine and you were fine. It was, this is not new. Yeah, for of me. course. Good times. Uh, in honor of my son going into grade nine, he's having his first day tomorrow. Oh my I, God. Uh, if his grade nine is anything like yours, look out. Well, grade nine, I was a good boy for the first three months. <laughs> three months um but we, he i remember you and i are walk about to walk to school for before grade nine and we're planning we're like all right we're gonna look so cool it's gonna be amazing there's gonna be so many hot chicks this your words happen. it was and then your mom said um would you mind walking the neighbor's daughter to school with you or do you remember that 
that's not what happened. She called me. I hadn't spoken to her like ever, but it, and we went to different elementary schools. And I think in her mind, when high school kicked off, we were going to be buds. And she called me. And she's like, hey, do you want to walk to school tomorrow? And I was like, uh, no. <laughs> she was a weird girl. And that girl became your wife. And now we're married. Yeah. True story. <laughs> oh, good times. That was our back. That was it. Let's do a back to school story. That's your Pell's Corner. Yeah, that was my. It was a special. It was. One. It was better than the Pell's Corner that I edited out of the Storm State episode last week. I'll give you that. That was the worst one ever <laughs> on the show. That's on our OnlyFans. Uh, we'll pay you to listen to that one. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should give people a little bit more heads up or myself more heads up so I can plan something a little bit more advanced. I just hope that it becomes kind of a free flowing good time, you know? You took a sh- you shot your shot. You know what? You took a you took a risk. It didn't work out. It's okay. That's the beauty of editing. Yeah. I enjoyed the back to school prompt if only to tell the story about you peeing your pants. Uh famous night. A lot of stories. Roger Maris, the list goes on. I think you were in a treehouse later with your future wife. It's all it's a, it's a beautiful night. It was a big night. I bounced back like I always did. Did you? I remember you shooting up from like seemingly a coma, screaming, fuck you, Roger Maris. But did you actually rally after that? I think so. Good times. I feel like we're, we should explain why you were talking about Roger Maris. But if you do the math, you could probably sort it out. Go watch 63. It's all in there. September 1998. I remember it like I was actually there. Why did I say 63 when it's clearly 61? Oh, my God. Yeah, Maris was 61 in 61. McGuire was... Uh, what were you thinking? I don't know. I, we should shut down the show right now before Dan Lorimer gets upset. Let's shut it down here. It's 10 o'clock p.m. Uh, oh, spoiler alert. We've recorded the show in 54 minutes. Let's see if it has a 54-minute running time. And if it doesn't, you can try to figure out what we edited out. Probably baseball Uh, stuff. Okay. I'm going to go now, Chris. Bye. All right, Benny. Feel better. Shouts to you and your fam. All right. Thanks, bud. A longhorn. Longhorn lager? Do I look like a sarsaparilla man to you? One longhorn coming up. Longhorn lager by Farmer's Creed Beer. Grab the bull by the horns at select beer and LCBO stores. I got a delicate mouth.